when you really bring in what the Batman did, especially for the DC universe right now, I think that's the biggest thing to look at. It's saving it. We are back in business. So this will be the first episode back on the Nightly Bugle since about three and a half point four million years ago when we last did our I think that what was the last thing we covered? I don't even remember. Oh man, maybe Shang Chi. Was that the last thing we covered? It, oh my. I think it was before that movie came out. I think it was back in like August. Mm. Uh, too long yeah what seven months ago too long but we are without a couple members today Mm -hmm. um and we're gonna try to switch some things up we're hoping to uh come back full force here uh we don't know exactly what's gonna happen but you know we we're deciding to take a little bit of a step out of of the marvel comics you know marvel you know, the Marvel Cinematic Universe and make our way into a little bit of some DC stuff. Yeah. Get out of the comfort zone, you know, to, to reach your full potential, you got to be comfortable being uncomfortable. That's, that's a, what we're going to get into. That's exactly what we're going to do. Um, so, I mean, as many of you know, I mean, the big thing that uh, just happened right now was the, uh, the Batman just released, which, <laughs> before we get into it, I mean, let's hear some thoughts. Um, here's my personal thought just how I like uh, Batman to be portrayed Um, now I went and saw we went um, you saw it last weekend Um, I went and saw it last weekend and then I just watched it again today Um, and then also watched the Dark Knight in between those two viewings and I personally like the Batman more than the Dark Knight. I know it's going to piss a lot of people off. But um, after watching this Batman and going back and watching the Dark Knight, Christian Bale's Batman just kind of goofy. Mm-hmm. Uh, kind of goofy. Joker's obviously um, still fantastic. Always. But I think, I think when you go back and watch it, you realize how much of that movie is just carried by Heath Ledger being amazing. And I think that's that's the hardest thing to have to um, kind of di- – oh, I can't say the word right now. But, I mean, to take away from both both films, you've got probably one of the most amazing villains, at least a portrayal of a villain in The Dark Knight. But mm-hmm. when you really bring in what the Batman did, especially for the DC Universe right now, I think that's the biggest thing to look at. It's saving it. Yeah. It really is. That's that was I mean that was the biggest thing I took from it is, you know, they really need to use this as a stepping stool for whatever they do next. Yeah, cuz I mean like even the DC movies like, you know, Wonder Woman I thought was pretty decent, but that's all you thought it was was, you know, pretty decent and you know, DC's had a bad run of putting out pretty terrible movies, but this movie was 
I, I really enjoyed it. It's one of my favorite superhero movies ever. Um, and I just think it's, you know, they would be dumb not to lean into it. And it sounds like they are going to give us some, some more spinoff series and uh, hopefully a couple more movies. I think the other big, like, um, I guess the really big thing that I liked about this Batman was how early they said it in his, um, I guess his tenure as Batman. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is like, like they, I think it was what they said two years, right? It was two yeah, years he's into been it. Batman for two years, yeah. Like, oh man, I think that's such a such a cool um, way of going about it because, I mean, there's been some really great Batmans. There's been, you know, there's been countless Batmans, and they, you know, they keep doing it. But this one, I think, really just set itself apart. It really did. Yeah, it's a young Bruce Wayne. I know some people didn't like the the Bruce Wayne that they got, but. You know, I think that's going to be part of, uh, um, you know, if we get a trilogy or something that we see, you know, Batman is his true identity, and Bruce Wayne is the mask that he wears, and he's going to start developing that Playboy persona. That's really not who he is, but um, hopefully we get to see that more uh, in the future. But you know, I think it's going to be at uh, as we continue to get. Robert Pattinson as Batman. We'll look back on this movie and it'll be even better in retrospect. Yeah. That's, you know, there's there's so much there's so much to I mean really jump into in this film. Um and I I think the biggest thing that I want to kind of start out with is taking all of, you know, all of the comic book stuff out of it and just like really start talking about how it was filmed. Mm-hmm. I mean, holy crap! It's a beautiful movie. Holy crap! I mean, it was. I mean, there's there's so many scenes where you could just you know pinpoint. And like for me, the one that I can't get out of my head is the the dark um, the dark scene where he's there. The bullet the bullet oh, rounds yeah. are lighting up the scene. I mean, oh my gosh! Yeah, it was pretty sweet. I uh, just yeah. I mean, everything about the the film was it was very well executed. Um, and I mean, you can, you can go into more about what you liked about the film, but I just, I think that the cinematography aspect of it really stood out to me. Yeah. I loved how they made Gotham seem so like dark and rainy. It almost kind of felt like, like a Seattle type thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I think my favorite scene was probably the Batmobile scene. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> Where slowly revs it up, but he stalls it. I think he got a little too excited but um no that was that was an awesome scene i love this batmobile because it's i think it's a camaro that he's like taking apart because there's a there's a novel that um is out there that's supposed to be like a prequel to the movie and it talks about how bruce wayne's a gearhead and whatnot and he's kind of taking this old camaro and you know retrofitted it into the into the batmobile but yeah i thought that chase scene was it's pretty iconic with the the orchestra playing in the background every time his Batmobile got close to the Penguin's car. Um, yeah, I really love that scene in particular. But yeah, the the cinematography and the score. Uh, oh, the score! I mean, yeah. oh my gosh! <laughs> I've been telling you how I've just been. I put that on at the gym. I just <laughs> that's all I'm listening to. It's it's just it's up there with the uh, with the Avengers theme. It's yep. It's going to be uh, uh, pretty notable for a long time. 
And that's like, I, the hard thing for me is like, I've, I've been a, a Marvel stan for a long time now. So, you know, I, I like to watch the DC movies and see what happens and, Mm -hmm. you know, just to stay up to date with it. And this is the first movie in a long time where I would, I like would honestly say I enjoyed this movie than I, uh, I enjoyed this movie more than I enjoyed some of the Marvel movies. Yeah. Yeah. I'd say this is probably the, the most fun I had watching a superhero movie. I mean, I'll take no way home out of it because no way home was fantastic. Mm -hmm. Um, and that was just a couple months ago, but outside of that, you know, it was like, you know, really the first time I'd had a, a lot of fun watching a superhero movie. Um, probably since Infi- uh, Endgame. Um, I'd say it's probably the best one since then. Um, you know, I, I don't know, like No Way Home is obviously we got everything that we wanted. Um, but I think outside of like just pure plot and how much I like the movies, I'd say this is probably my favorite movie that's come out in the past couple of years. Yeah. Well, and I think that's like, you know, it's one of those things that as a Marvel fan, you see what DC did with this film and then you mm-hmm. really are like, you know, is this what Moon Knight's going to be for us? You know, yeah. is this what, Do- you know, Doctor Strange is going to be for us? How is this going to, you know, how is this going to affect what Marvel does? I mean, knowing that they can put out an extremely dark film and get really good feedback on it. You know, now Marvel's really got to think, hey, I'm seeing what they're doing. I think we really need to, to take a step forward and do the same thing. Yeah, they they made it dark and serious, but they they didn't have to go to the R rating. They kept it PG thirteen. Uh, I mean, it killed at the box office, made big money. Um, so it is possible to go down that path, and I think that's something that Marvel's kind of scared of, is you know, alienating you know a lot of audiences because they want families to come see the movie. But right. uh, I mean, when I saw it, I saw you know plenty of ten, twelve year old kids going to see it. So I think the possibilities out there to you know, make these serious tones and make it dark, but yet still have it be you know, somewhat welcoming to a, a family audience. And I hope Marvel really sees that and leans into it because, like you said, we got, I mean, Moon Knight's already, you know, that's already ready to go. We're getting that in two weeks. Um, but then, you know, we got Blade coming down the line. We've yep. got um, Deadpool is going to be coming up. That's less dark, but, you know, they can still get. Uh, I mean, the raunchy aspect of it. and Yeah, yeah. And then, you know, you got. Um, but yeah, Blade when he, you know, he's gonna be hanging around with Black Knight and just getting into kind of Marvel's monster verse and um, just seeing that they could dive into that really dark and gritty aspect of it. Well, and that's like you know, Feige was saying that that this was supposed to be you know, Moon Knight was supposed to be their way of getting into this dark stuff. So, you know, I'm hoping, I'm hoping and praying that this is you know the dark twist that Marvel needed to be able to do stuff like this and still go back to their, you know, lighthearted, regular everyday superhero movie. But, you know, I think I think kind of breaking yourself into new um I guess new territories and then, you know, expanding off of that really helps keep everything fresh and new. And Batman was fresh. It was new. It was stuff that we haven't seen yet. And and th- I mean, this is a character that they've they've played out in so many forms, and that's mm-hmm. like, I mean, there's been <laughs> what three in the last fifteen fifteen years at least. Yeah, Christian Bale, Ben Affleck, and now Robert Pattinson. So it's like the story, like we everybody knows Batman's story, but this one did not feel like the other ones. 
Yeah, I thought there was really a lot more depth. Um, and they introduced the depth rather quickly in an interesting fashion with, I think, doing the Riddler, where they, you know, you get Batman's backstory and kind of the backstory of Gotham in sort of a hostage type situation where you're getting the information, but it's not just useless exposition. It is putting the pieces together and trying to figure out, um, you know, what the Riddler's doing. And um, it's just part of the puzzle for him to solve it. But the fact that they were able to do this with a villain like the Riddler, who the last time he was played on the big screen was by Jim Carrey in some weird green catsuit type costume. Uh, this Riddler, I think, is much more in touch with, you know, what it would be like in real life and it's still a comic book type feel to it but also more realistic feel yeah well i like that the whole like i don't know just how dark the riddler was Mm -hmm. and like how realistic he played that part i was like oh wow and i mean like i know like that stuff's heavy hitting and it's hard to hard to grasp at times but I mean, that's stuff you want to see. It's it, it, You want it to feel real. I mean, you know it's not, but you want it to feel real. And that's... I think that's the thing that Batman really brings to the table that not a lot of other superheroes do because he doesn't have all the, you know, extra stuff going on. He's just a, you know... I don't know. Yeah, and so many of his villains, you deal with, you know, Arkham Asylum, and we get introduced to that. You know, you're going to deal with crazy people. <laughs> it's going to be um, some uncomfortable... Uh, characters that he's going to come across and we saw the Joker at the end. Yep. And it seems like they're going with the staple-faced Joker. Which I'm so excited about. Yeah. I'm so excited. With how dark they made the Riddler, um, you know, it'll be interesting to see, because if they do the staple-faced one, you know, that's going to be very unsettling. It's not just some makeup, you know, his face is going to be all uh, all screwed up, so... Interested to see. I'm interested to see how uh, how Barry does um, as the Joker. It'll be. It's. I think that's an interesting cast choice. But Barry. Yeah. Huh. Levin. I said Barry. I think you might have oh. thought I said Barry. Yeah, um, I thought you said Barry. Like who's Barry? No, no, no. <laughs> I'm very interesting. But yeah, no. I. You know, taking taking a Marvel. Uh, Marvel, Marvel hero, and mm-hmm. making him a villain in DC. I think that's a power move of some sort. So, you know what? I don't. I don't know what to expect. It, I mean, the way he, the laugh was nice. So, I mean, that's something to look forward to. I don't know. Yeah. I'm. I'm excited. Yeah. Very excited. Because uh, I think they had said Batman. This Batman has already encountered the Joker. Um, oh, really? Yeah. I think that. That's what Matt Reeves had said. Um, so how he wound up in Arkham and what he's got planned, because the Joker's always got a reason for being where he's at, even if he gets caught. You know, there's something else brewing. Um, and it sounds, you know, that riddle he gave the Joker at the end, I, I can't remember it word for word, but um, the, less of you, the less you have of them, the more valuable they are. And the answer was a friend. So if we see some some villain team up here in the next movie the, the joker running the show that's gonna it's gonna be crazy yeah um and i guess kind of finish up with the the dc side of you know not to 
to downplay, you know, there's so much more we could talk about with the Batman, but, mm-hmm. um, you know, I'm excited to see what they do next. I'm, I'm hoping that the rest of the, you know, um, Black Adam, I'm really hoping, you know, does some good things. I'm excited to see it now after seeing the Batman. I, I know they don't, you know, have much correlation, but, you know, seeing, seeing another DC film after watching what they just did, I, I want, you know, I have high hopes. Yeah. Um, hopefully it's able to follow suit. I can't remember. I know the Flash just got pushed back six months. Yeah. I can't remember if Black Adam did too. Um, I think it, one got moved up and then two got pushed back. I know most of, I think all, I know all of them got pushed back and I think the the one that was supposed to premiere like in a couple of years got pushed to make it closer. Okay. Is what I think happened, but I mean, yeah, it's all pushed back now, which I'm not understanding. I think yeah. it, that one's kind of not sitting well with me. I think when you have a project that's doing that well, you know, you would want to kind of I, not rush the other projects, but you would want to keep them on release time so that it, you know, creates a, a more dynamic universe. But, um, you know, if DC thinks they got to figure it out, keep doing your thing. Yeah, I wonder if there's reshoots they have to do. If maybe they saw the success of this Batman, if they'll try to work him into this uh, yeah. expanded universe that they're trying to. I I can't figure out what their plan is. I mean, the Batman was was a good movie, but I, I just don't understand what they're doing with the rest of their characters. Yeah. Too. Yep. And you know, that's another thing too that we haven't touched on. But like, you know, Peacemaker. Oh yeah. I, that just pops up in my head, but again, another Peacemaker. DC project, Peacemaker. <laughs> um, they, I mean, they killed it. Yeah, I loved it. They killed it, and it's like you know, you got, I mean, two really good pieces of work to show that you can do it, and they can, you know, make it a successful universe. But pushing it back, I don't think is going to help. Yeah. And even if you're trying to do reshoots and you're trying to get these characters more involved. I don't know if that's going to help your cause. Yeah, I'm not sure what they're doing, but I definitely like the uh, the fact that they've got the relationship with HBO Max now mm-hmm. set up. Because um, I think that's where... I think we're supposed to get a Penguin series. Um, and then at least one other spin-off series from this Batman movie. Um, so I'm just... If we can get series on HBO Max at the same time that we're getting Marvel series on Disney+, Plus. And then also getting theatrical releases. Um, that's going to set us up pretty nicely for, for content for the next couple of years. Yeah. And, you know, that's, I guess that kind of leads into, you know, a good way to, to get to an end of this podcast. But, you know, um, we're hoping to, to really, you know, stay on top of this and, you know, um, you know, hoping to expand it a little bit more than we did previously. We kind of ran into a couple bumps and, um, you know, I'm, we're Tanner hopefully will be able to come back here soon and we can get him on the podcast and then uh Max maybe Blake we're not we're still holding out for Blake seeing what he's going to be doing but um but yeah I mean we still have a strong four or five people that are going to try to you know keep this podcast going and you know really revitalize it I guess but um yeah, yeah I mean if you're listening we got some pretty fun episodes coming up I think we're going to do one on No Way Home because that's you know 
Yeah, got to. Yeah, got to, after all of our time speculating, you know, we need to have a, a we need to have a podcast kind of going over that. That was such a, such a big thing for us early in the year last year. And then, um, you know, Moon Knight's coming out and then we'll have Dr. Strange coming out and, you know, everything else. So, um, we hope you guys keep, keep listening and, uh, we'll try to get these out as, you know, or at least try to do one weekly if we can and, um, yeah, hopefully with Moon Knight coming out, we can get back on a, you know, we'll be getting yeah. content and talk about what we're looking forward yeah. to. So hopefully get back on more of a, more of a program. It would it would be nice to be able to do it. And I, you know, if one person can't be on, I think we're we're at least going to try to put something out. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, Maybe we'll some see. Guest stars. Yeah, we'll see what we'll see what happens. But um, but for right now, I mean, we'll we'll end it there. Uh, First episode back after a long hiatus, but um, we're hoping to keep going, and we will uh, see you on the next one. Goodbye. Bye.